Hey, yo, what's good, man? It's your host, Cleve. Welcome to the Third Coast Podcast with my man. Joe, what it do, Gators? What it do, man? It's your host, Cleve. We went to all the way to like DeRitter, to Monroe, to Lake Charles, Lafayette. We'd always go like fucking abroad. Abroad. That's where the business trip like uh, moniker came in. We always had to travel so far just to go to a good solid party. And half the time, there wasn't really even good solid parties. There's always nope. like some bullshit going on. A lot of the time, I was standoffish. Are we hot? Yeah, we're hot. All right, hot, we got to so get hot eventually. Are yeah, we just Yeah, eventually. Yeah, we cooking now. Yeah, we'd be just definitely. sitting here for fucking hours, just rambling about old times. But yeah, true. If anything, um, ah man, the old times are the good times, man. Better than now with this El Nino, like on the on the rise and uh, just Hope. like different weather patterns going on. I just found heat. out about that shit earlier. My uh, my mom uh, about the uh, the tropical storm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's gonna be another hot one. My for boat, everybody out my there. boat's supposed to leave. Uh, what, what, what's the date today? Like uh, what? Uh, today is the twenty first of May. Yeah, my boat's supposed to be leaving tomorrow, heading towards Florida on its way to Rhode Island for like a three day. I mean, a three week fucking trek. Sounds like fun. Yeah, that sounds awful. <laughs> you better like, go out there and make that money, ho. That's what I'm doing, man. Leave, jetting out. I uh, got a week and a half left, everybody. And then Cobal will be back out on those crystal blue waters. Well, what used to be crystal blue waters. Oh, the waters over on the east and, and south, they look way better than the cul-de-sac. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, once you get so far out in the Gulf, the waters are beautiful. But when you're close to the coast... Yeah, it's muddy. Yeah, it it's, shouldn't it's have dirty. to be that way, but uh, it's dirty. unfortunately, with the way that uh, things have been kind of taking a, a, a direction and all of that extra runoff that those industries are producing to those riverways, it's kind of drying up some of the freshwater resources that we have left. And also with the Mississippi being basically the large intestine of America running from fucking Canada, all the way down, it's all muddy water. Yeah, and it's like, always going to be yeah. that way. It's always been that way, actually. I don't think... Um, but yeah, the further south you get in the Gulf, the waters are green and beautiful. And then the further east you get in the Gulf, the water's pretty. But from like mid-Texas to like Alabama and shit, yeah, the it's coastal... It's murky. Yeah, it's murky. It's, 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 you can smell the difference, too. Yeah, a lot of that is just... Uh, well, yeah, the difference... Yeah. The difference is like all the sewage, trash, you know, different oil spills that have went documented, undocumented, recorded. Undocumented. Yeah, alleged the, oil the, spills. Alleged oil spills. Not throwing any shots to anybody out there, you know. But, uh, you know, it's just uh, Gulf of Mexico is just one of those areas that it used to be uh, clear waters, like further south into the Gulf and, uh, you know, further along the coastal lines. But... I digress. Digression. Well, at least we get to, uh, you get to get a good send-off because we'd be partying it up. You were, uh, we were talking earlier about going and venturing away. We're about to venture away for three, what's about three and a half hours down in uh, New Orleans? Yeah, roughly, yeah. Yeah, and, about three and a half, four hours. And uh, we've been knocking out episodes. Uh, this is 
going to be episode 197, and in the month of May, we've already recorded seven shows. That's heavy. Uh, well, six shows and one interview. And a uh, big shout-out, guys, to uh, hitting a good old five zero zero zero. Oh, yeah, that 50K. Zero. Did I miss a zero? Yeah, that's a, that's a big accomplishment for us. Uh, yep, from a small town of Oakdale, Louisiana, uh, 32 countries, over 50,000 streams. And this is not social media, not videos, not TikTok, not Instagram, just what streams we get on our, our full-length episodes and our interviews. And just congratulations to everybody sitting at the table, the past and present to come yep because that 50 is going to turn into 100 to a million and to you know and beyond yes yeah hopefully those numbers just continuously you know rise throughout the years and you know everything that's been accomplished now with 50,000 viewers 32 countries you know thank you guys for getting us to this market it wouldn't have been possible without you guys and check us out on third coast podcast on all on all major streaming platforms. <laughs> yeah. At that 5,000 W's, thirdcoast.com. Yeah. Thirdcoastpodcast.com. We're working on that, too. It's a lot of things in the work for this uh, 2023 year. It's going to be hot outside, and it's going to be hot in the content that we give on everything. We want to get our videos on our website, too, also, with our shorts and our videos on its own little page, too. That's a lot of work, but we're you know, building the groundwork for it right now, trying to understand the easiest way to do it and stuff. Because, like, it's, it's easy for the episodes to go on there because it's, you just link the website to, well, which is, it was Anchor, but now it's Spotify, and Spotify bought Anchor. But it links it so it's easy to make, you know, it's kind of like they copy and paste it on the website so it's easy to find. But the videos, though, that's a whole different monster which I'm learning. I thought it would be something like, hey, fuck, just get a decent camera and you can do anything. But it's a lot of editing into it and uh, trying to do, like, take the P4 audio mm. and trying to put dub it over. You got to be fucking specific, like, to the millisecond because if you're off by a millihair, mm-hmm. it throws it all off. So... That's stuff I'm going to work on to make better in the future, and I hope people like the intro. We're going to, you know, lay some groundwork because sometimes on the episode it's just me and Cleve, so we have our intro. Sometimes it's me and Kobe. Sometimes it's all three of us. Sometimes it's just, you know, whatever. So it'd be a little, you know, work in progress, but it's going to be good. And for how our YouTube stands for only being alive for two months now and versus – seeing other people's music and their YouTube channel that's been alive for years, you know, and only getting a couple, you know, like a hundred views and stuff. And, you know, it's a building process. We're a little behind on the video, but you know, we're going to get there. We're going to make it. (laughs) Yeah. Our, our audios are based. That's our foundation. And as long as we keep pushing that, that's where the good content flows, the YouTube, you know, that's just, trying to fall into a certain algorithm basically that's like something like i've I've tried to like think about too because there's thousands of podcasts that are just audio and so just adding adding in that that different 
those those different platforms onto it yeah it's it, it does get you more more recognition in different areas because you're you know getting different demographics and stuff but right uh, i think it's a it's a our best step forward it's a it's a really good idea and uh, i think we're going to see really great results from it yeah audio wise you know it's a lot of people who listen to audio books uh podcasts is yeah. no different than that you know there's other people who would prefer like the visual reference to like know who's talking and kind of get like a facial recognition right. of like you know some of the things that they may feel or express at that time to kind of get more of a connection to their viewers so you know, I feel either way it goes. Like, I mean, I prefer audio personally just because, like, I'm more of a listener. Like, I don't have to look at the person to really just get the point across to me. Right. Um, I feel like that um, a lot of our availability for what we provide for social media, it kind of ranges between, you know, those with the short attention span and the long attention span. Yeah. So, <laughs> right it, on. Yeah, it's on. <laughs> you know, we're getting everybody on board, you know, slowly but surely. And, you know, hopefully those continue to follow. You know, if you haven't told two people already, just tell two people and ask those people to tell two people. <laughs> it's also, like, convenient for the artist, too, just to, like, host audio. I say, like, on YouTube. I listen to uh, a bunch of podcasts on YouTube that just throw up a picture and then upload the audio. But that's just, like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But putting the video out there, that's a different dynamic. Like, that's yeah. a... Like that's that's like putting yourself out there and trying new things and like you know so that's that's one like I said like this is like it is new to us it's new to the listeners and but we're 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 trying dude yeah but that goes hand in hand too there's podcasts out there that only do like live Twitch and YouTube they don't do actual audio yeah so it it works I I believe a strong just from what we do that our audio is our rock. And we just build from that. As long as we keep building that rock, we can build a mountain. And the video and everything is just like an additive thing to right, it. Right, right, right. Uh, big shout out to Zane's punk ass out there. Love you, Zane. Yeah, appreciate you, Zane, all your hard work. Happy to see that motherfucker next weekend. Oh, yeah, we're going to, it's going to be fun. I'm man. super excited, man. Yeah, speaking of next weekend, you know, it's been a while since, like, Joe, have you been to New Orleans uh, recently? Kobe, have you been to New <laughs> Orleans recently? I went, We, me, Koba, Ice Chest, and Marshall went to go watch the Saints and Vikings. And then the year after that, I went uh, with my older sister, Brandy, for her 30th or 31st birthday or something like that. But it's been about uh, three years since I've been down to NOLA. I think it's been about the same for me. It's been a couple, couple, two to three years. It's been a while since I've been to the motherland of Louisiana. I've been going to yeah, Houston. It's been a like, while for me as well. Like, I can't remember my last trip to NOLA. Yeah, I've been going to Houston more than, than New Orleans. Just because It's closer. And most of the people that I've just recently been going to shows with, that's, they just go to Houston to, like, either Warehouse Live or the White Oak Music Hall. That's where I went last weekend, well, a couple of days ago, to go see a show and stuff. But uh, I'm, I'm anxious in a good way to go back to New Orleans and see our, our beloved family of friends and do something big for the show and have a, have a good time, man. Yeah, I'm just hoping to see a lot of faces out there. Cause, uh, <laughs> y'all, uh, are y'all nervous? 
Oh, hell yeah. I am a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's been six years. Like I did the math. Like it's been like six years since I've done like a live performance on the stage. So, well, this yeah, is like different like than a, music though, man. Yeah, this is yeah. a music thing. It's yeah, like this more is, just like interactive. This is music. I, that's my comfort zone. And I can do that. I don't know if we're going to be interacting with the crowd or not, too. Yeah, we, I mean, I hope so. You know, it, if it, anything, it'll make things smoother. Though, uh, let's see, 196, me and Chuck sat down. I don't have a, a label or a episode title yet for it, but we, we went deep in, like, one of the parts, a little segment we talked about, and, you know, it's one of those things, you know, a couple beers got you know gotten digested and i just had to ask i said you throwing us to the wolves you know to see how we react you know because that's a thing you know with right. artists you yeah, know right. make or break dude. yeah, yeah make, make or break like you break this them. is for you and he's like yeah in a sense but we're not and then he he, he you know no, we're not gonna you know like really throw you to the wolves but they want to see what we can do and i believe that if we bring what we do right now out there it'd be easy because that's one hour. You you talking about bring out there, talk a little bit, and then maybe maybe we might have you know special guest, maybe someone in the. That's, that's still to remain. Yeah. Yeah. So it we're gonna fill the time really fast, and we're probably gonna leave it where we wish we could have gave more, but that give us the drive to want that again. You know, yeah, it'll come around again. Maybe we do start doing it every fifty episodes, and then if it works, maybe every twenty five episodes, and then if it gets even bigger, every ten episodes. You know, and that's just me, just like saying, like, just dreaming for the stars. But we 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 have the ability, and we have the. A lot of that goes into scheduling as well. Oh, because, yeah, I mean, yeah. We're putting out episodes every week. So, you know, for people to, like, get their money saved, right, you never know, like, what the market's going to do or, yeah. like, the way it transitions. You never know if somebody's, like, going through whatever a person's going through and however it pans out. I would I wouldn't mind it like every one hundred to every fifty episodes like what we like can sooner do. than later. Yeah, better sooner than later. But you know, just to have a thing where, you know, we can have like a live audience and mm -hmm. like have more interactions with, you know, the guests and listeners that you know this year is in New Orleans. Like maybe the next time we do it, we can pick one of the major cities that listens to us. And try to set up a an event out. Yeah, and then somewhere in Texas, maybe. <laughs> with that too, is you look at we've been doing the show started four years ago, and we just now got to two hundred. Took four years to get to two hundred episodes. So if you do every fifty, that's just one year. Yes, yeah, so basically. Okay. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so oh, uh, we have uh, as of right now, I would have to look at do some simple math, but we sit at. 228 uh, releases on the platforms. So if we're at episode one, I think it's 195 right now with uh, Penny Penny for Your Knowledge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we have uh, 196 is with Zane right now, which is the one that me and Chuck did on fucking Wednesday of all goddamn days. Hump day. Uh, it was either, yeah, it was Wednesday or Thursday. I don't know, dude. I've been doing so much shit, like, just trying to grind out and get everything, you know, as, because we got to get as close as 200 as possible because you're about to go back out on the boat. Mm -hmm. So we have to get, you know, all the content pushed so it don't look like we're far away. Yeah. When we get down to do record 200, I didn't, I didn't want no one to go, 
shit, they're on 193. Why are they in New Orleans uh, talking about 200? So, Well, I'm going to uh, Tuesday, I'm going back to Houston just for the evening. I'll be back like Tuesday night and stuff. But the rest of this week, I'm free. Uh, so we can actually talk about this on the show. Uh, what are you doing Thursday night? So we don't have to bring the table or nothing, but I'm bring. I want to, you know, of course, going to bring the box. Uh, me with a light backpack. Are you going to come here that night, or are you going to drive here that morning from all the way out there, then drive to New Orleans? Uh, I could come uh, probably Thursday night, and we can do a a show if you want. Is that what you're getting at? I mean, we could do a show, or I'm just saying because you could save an hour and a half driving because you're going to you don't want to drive from Derrider to New Orleans. Would you? You know what I'm saying? You can save an hour and a half. I understand. Um, because you're going to be doing. I mean, it's your shit. So if we drive and you, you know, we get in a wreck or something, we. You know, uh, it's your vehicle. You know, prepare in advance. Yeah, I no, uh, I could, I could probably come. I just got to get with the uh, that old ball and chain to make sure it's all good, and that, that sounds fine. And then we just go uh, bang on Cleve's door, and he can leave. You know, what well, the mean, fuck I, up, motherfucker? Yeah, I already have my bag packed. By the time you know, like I'm packing my bag probably at the beginning of the week. Because like how how I am, the reason I had like just suggested like early as possible because y'all know me, I like. When I when there's something going on, I get super excited, and like the sooner we get there, we can relax, and you know there's no there's no rush. On there's things. no rush on anything, and we can relax before go do something, get a bite to eat, relax, get you know mentally prepared to what the fuck we're actually gonna do. You know, and this is like something we're gonna talk about after this episode today is uh, our format for next weekend. Cool. But uh, uh, anything like this. I like getting early because you have more time to enjoy yourself, you know, because I know that night after we're done, fucking debauchery, dude. Yeah, we're going to be knows we're, we're gonna fucking in our sin city, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we, we need to enact the buddy system. <laughs> Yo, uh, no, I won't be doing any extracurriculars well, look, to the extent, you know. Safe word, blueberry pancakes. This was established to me. By the two friends I was with this past weekend in Houston, blueberry pancakes. So if you see, let's say Cleveland, okay, you see him in a situation where he seems uncomfortable, and he tells you blueberry pancakes, let's get that motherfucker out of there. We're gonna go, you know. Hey, you safe gotta word. move around. Yeah, yeah we gotta move. Yeah, we gotta operate as a. If I, if I show up to you, blueberry pancakes, like what are we doing? All right, huddle up. Let's, let's fucking duck. Boop boop. Anything like that, anytime there's a, you feel uncomfortable, when a bad something happens, blueberry pancake. Or just say blueberry. So we all know, we all, we're all ready for anything. We're, we're, we're going to be soldiers out there, okay? We're going to yeah, take care of each other. Yeah, it's just to have a backup plan yeah. to be ready for, you know, the inevitable. Because your, your pop was telling me, you know, he's like, man, you know, make sure gay to safe <laughs> My dad said that? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, <laughs> shout out pop. Yeah, he was like, man, you know, keep my boys safe out there because, you know, I, I got pool around here, but, it's, you know, like, yeah, once we get in, yeah, once we get in New Orleans, yeah, once we get New Orleans, it's like we on our own. That's we were just we talking about, like, you know, doing this in the future in different areas and stuff. I thought about where, since there are more local shows going on between, like, Lake Charles, Lafayette, and Alexandria and stuff, especially at Huckleberry Brewery, we could, like, let's say on a Friday night, if... Uh, you know, if it's 
if if we're available to do so or or like on a Saturday night and there's a show up there, we can go before the show starts and do an hour interview. Because it gave me the idea was whenever Bear came through. Shout out Bear. It was like, well, he came through before his show, did a sit down, jetted, played his show. So like, well, fuck, man, we can go to a show. We hit up that artist beforehand. Like, hey, man, we got the shit. If you just want to get there an hour or two earlier than you were going to get there, we can fucking bust one out and then watch the watch the show. Not like bust, bust, but, you know, bust. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck Zane on another note for sending that shit. He, he, Wait, what's it? That little, what he emailed us about me saying come. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> what about come? Like coming, coming? Like, no, no, no. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> no, I said, uh, I don't know what I was, we were talking about, but I was like, come, come to the venue. But when I said, I didn't say coming, I said come for yeah, some you, reason. You, you emphasized on the coming. I don't know. He highlighted it. Yeah, me, like, you know. motherfucker. Like, yeah, get my mistakes. <laughs> yeah, he caught you lacking. <laughs> saying, saying some sus shit on the mic. Is it sus, though? <sighs> only to the listeners. Yeah. Only, it's at their discretion. Maybe it's a, only to those who want it to mean something. Fuck it. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about this shit at work. I forget if it was <laughs> what, Thursday or Friday. But yeah, I was just like, you know, I was going through my daily and stuff. It's just like, I don't know where I was thinking about the email. I was like, fuck them, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna yeah, be. Uh, we have to make it a shirt that says "Third yeah, Podcast" on the back. Fuck them. Yeah, well, I mean, then again, you'd have to, you know, because there's other people that's use "fuck them" on the show. Like, yeah, but em. just like below "fuck them," just put with hashtag TCP. No, 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 no. Have TCP on the front or whatever, but on the back say "fuck them" and like episode like 187 or whatever. It is. I think it is 187. Is it 187? No, I would be lying if I told you, actually. Yeah, we would have to go back to the stamp for the accurate the accurate one. I'll mention it on the next episode. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> Go by what's up with that moonshine? So I have two different kinds. As I can tell from the shirt that I'm wearing, you know, big shout out to Louisiana <laughs> Moonshine <laughs> Company. Yeah, yeah you can check to... that out on that YouTube video as well. He was uh, sporting that old green ass shirt. Over there. Green ass shirt, as fuck. Um, yeah, they're out of Leesville, as which also not really technically in Leesville, but it's an area called New Lano. Which is right outside of Leesville. Yeah, it's and they like 10 uh, minutes. they opened up maybe like I think in December or something like that. And Allison and I's friend uh, passed by there, and I've been wanting to go there because I've been seeing it for a while. So we checked it out. They have buku types of all kinds of fucking moonshine, dude. Did you bring the? Do they have apple pie moonshine? They have apple pie. Uh, actually, I have pictures of everything that they have. They have. They have uh, just off the cuff. What do you know that they have? Sweet tea, straight up, just clear. They got cherry uh, 
like they cherry, have cherry peach. They have uh, berry, strawberry. Then they have honey. Then they have like blueberry muffin. They're like banana. They have coffee. They have they 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 have a lot of shit, man. Um, well, when's the last time y'all actually even tried moonshine? Uh, <clears throat> the only moonshine I've ever really tried is apple pie moonshine and uh, I think just straight cinnamon and then just uh, Arcas. I tried Arkansas Lightning one time, which is a moonshine. Right, like I've um, as far as store bought moonshine goes, uh, I want to say it was last year. Like I had like a little moonshine kick, and I was buying the um, uh, I want to say it was like an apple, like it was maybe like a cherry apple. I can't remember, but um, I had the homemade moonshine I tried was like back in twenty twenty one. Yeah. I forget when I went to Texas, but yeah, I actually got to try like some homemade shine and it was a, uh, they, the guys that made it, they were from Alabama and tried it in Texas, turned out to be pretty good. It was like supposed to be white lightning. All I just know is like one yeah, shot I just some, had like this that. shit, yeah, this shit like made the fucking hair on my arm stand up. So it's like, I was like, man, I think this is the real deal because like I definitely felt that kick. You know, Hell after yeah. that first shot, like, it burned all the way down. But, you know, I toughed it out. Well, uh, with the Louisiana, I'll, tell you, I'll just, just tell you what that got. The uh, Peach Cobbler Moonshine, Apple Pie, Very Berry, which I have. They have Dill Pickle, Strawberry Watermelon, yeah. the Clear Corn, which I also have. Uh, clear Corn. It's yeah. just, that's just a clear, yeah, like, corn. unflavored, just straight-up liquor, <laughs> like, um, you are the They got Uncle Tom's <laughs> Sweet Tea Moonshine. <laughs> then they have <laughs> Uncle Who? Uh, Uncle Who? <laughs> Uncle Tom. Yeah, you heard that right. They have uh, Cafe Mocha Caramel Coffee Cream. <laughs> they have French Vanilla Caramel Coffee Cream. Uh, oh, no, it's Uncle Troy, not Uncle Tom. My bad. Uncle Troy. Uncle Troy's Banana <laughs> Cream Pie. Uncle Troy's. M- Louisiana mud, <laughs> Uncle Troy's no, no, no. banana Actually, cream pie. <laughs> it is an Uncle Tom. Hold on, Uncle Tom's blueberry cream muffin. Uncle oh, Tom's strawberry out. cream. Uncle Tom's strawberry banana cream. And I tried the uh, the blueberry it has real blueberries in it. It's uh incredibly sweet. I'm not really particularly for like the sweet sweet stuff really myself. But uh, it was it was good. They let you uh, once you go there, they let you try anything you want to. Maybe like in a little these little tea tiny plastic. It sounds like they're missing the cherry shots of the moonshine. Well, lo and behold, I do have two types of moonshine that are from Alabama as well. Ah, nice. I have a orange cream sickle. I think it's orange cream sickle, and I have a cherry moonshine also today. Ah, okay. So we have four moonshines. We to have take? four different types of moonshine. Well, two. break out the first one. Let's go. This right. is uh, episode one ninety seven. Uh, break out the moon fucking shine. Right. The moon. Fuck. So, yeah. This, shout out to that. Oh Vinci shit! Moon. Look at this. That shit. was uh, this is very very. This is though. what you actually buy from the store, and uh, some local uh, liquor stores have been selling it too. I think uh, you can very. get it for, for around twenty two to twenty five dollars a deal. It's 22% alcohol. Um, it's corn whiskey with the natural flavor. 44 proof. This is the Not clear. A, oh, God, Lee. 
Louisiana Moonshine Corporation, clear corn moonshine, spirit distilled from grain and cane. Alcohol percentage 50% by volume, 100 proof. I feel like we should increase. Certi- certified Cajun. Why is all the seals broke? Did you? Uh, yeah, v- fucking I've tasted it already. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course it's the connoisseur of the product. You got to get a little yeah. uh, got to get a little wet whistle. So a little uh, information. Louisiana Moonshine Corporation LLC is owned and operated by veterans and their families in the heart of Kasachee National Forest. Are you done making the ice? I, you see, I was trying to say this shit, and you're moving around the ice get shit. the next one. You're going to have to edit all of it out. <clears throat> Shout out Zane. In the heart of Kasachee National Forest, the only national forest in... I didn't know the Kasachee Forest was the only national forest in the state of Louisiana. Yep. Because Boise and Royal Martin fucking chopped the rest of them down. Oof. Oof. I mean, there's the... You know, there's the swamp. I don't know if that deserves an applause or not. <laughs> I don't believe hey, hold up! I don't. I don't want the the really the really strong moonshine. You gotta. T- it's, it's sweet. You gotta taste it. How the fuck is this sweet? It don't even have nothing well, appealing to it. It's well, real, uh, well, real but, fucking clean moonshine is supposed to have a sweet aftertaste. For the only to natural, it. you know, for the only national forest that's in Louisiana. Here, you want a red solo cup, Cleve? Yes, I would like a red solo cup. I guess I'll take the fucking clear and untasting. No, we're gonna, we're gonna taste all taste of them, all dude. Of them, but just like a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Pour, pour me, pour me a little bit in there, dude. This smells like straight liquor, dude. It is straight corn liquor. That is probably. But too yeah, much. most of it's wetlands. <laughs> <That's laughs> this is a splash. That's a fucking shot, dude. God damn. Right, I gave myself no, like get a quarter. Some. No, he's got to take some too. We're all doing it. We're in this together, dude. Wait. Yeah, the get you same some. one. Fuck yeah, we got four of these bitches to do. Okay, so smell it. It smells like. Sorry, Zane. Oh, so we are doing the clear corn moonshine. Oh, I can't believe I'm doing. It. You know, I got work tomorrow. Cheers. Uh, prost. Prost. Salancha. Oh. Ugh. Oh. Oh my God. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Y'all go. pick one more. <laughs> this one's twenty two percent. That one's not bad. Oh, that one's terrible. What the Ooh. fuck is wrong with y'all? Uh I'm pouring the what's this? I think the wildberry. Mixberry. Uh Mixed very very berry moonshine now. For everybody. Uh, so we are on our second tasting of moonshine. This is uh, these two are Louisiana. The other two are from Alabama. Ah, that one's a lot better, but still. Yeah, that's why I say you got to do it in levels. Whoo, that's hot. <clears throat> yeah, that'll clear the flim. <laughs> This podcast is sponsored by Bad Decisions by Koba. Across the board. Do you have to go to work tomorrow? Yes. Hell yeah, dude. Do you have an early morning? Do you feel like the last thing you should be doing is drinking multiple different moonshines on a Sunday night? Yeah, it's not that bad, man. Yeah, you don't have to get up in the morning. Your ass can go to sleep. It'll only be the one Sunday. 
Granted that there will be other Sundays to come, but we never know. That's oh, that one tastes good. That's the Alabama. Holy shit! Well, the, the reason the reason the I, cherry ma- masses the fucking the alcohol taste. Oh, that's, that's very why well. I, that's why I bought the that one right there, just so I can like boost this one up or any anything that I get. Yeah, that one's nice. Yeah, that one's good. That the cherry one. Yeah, that that hides that like grainy. It hides the alcoholic taste. <laughs> yeah, you know, for those and not the grains, but we'll just go with the it's improper very, grammar. It's very fucking cherry. Oh, it's good though. Yeah, that's I the like best that tasting one. one. And that it's one's from Alabama. Sweet. Yeah, this one. This one. This is homemade. Uh, yeah, homemade sweet cherry, Alabama moonshine. Right. And this last one is a uh, cream orange sickle. Here, let me get the. Uh, let me get this red one out of my system. It, do they get red dot forty in this shit? It looks like it does. Well, I mean, if it's the cherry, it's just got a splash left. It'd be fine to give it a little color. I bet you, motherfucker, uh, Zane, uh, listen to this episode. Is oh shit! <laughs> there it's goes. His heart to have a fuck. His heart to explode. Sorry, Zane, for the sloppiness on the on the table, but you know, hopefully after the uh I give Zane big props though because um ums I told him I was like, Hey man, we I sent him a, one of them big texts like he likes to send. I sent him one, I was like, Hey look. And which we one were, is that? Uh we're crunching. Orange creamsicle. Oh, what? I ain't even tried it. What yet. are we crunching? Uh we're crunching through episodes. To get as close as two hundred, uh, two hondos we can, which we are now. I mean, right, right. Now it's one episode, and then technically speaking, we got two hondo in the books because it's going to be recorded live. So, right. You know, everything's coming to a head, and it's going to be real fun. I can't wait to tear up New Orleans and just have a a dudes' night. And I was thinking about that at work the other day. It's like we're gonna. We have guys night, like, dude, dude, and then we're going to stay somewhere, and we're going to wake up. You know, we're going to have a, you know, a... It's going to be a event Like, us three together, we haven't gone out. Yeah, we ain't done that. No. Not not collectively. Not not to a city, at least. No, we haven't. Like, Koba and I have, like, me and D have, like, I've always done, like, collective trips, like, with... Me and another person, but like to say a trio, like it's only been a few times when uh, we've traveled in either trios or quads <laughs> to different cities to, you know, in, in, encompass the events that were going to take place, you know, outside of the main thing, you know, like places to eat, things to see, you know, if we were to like go for a walk, relax for a few hours or you know, like in this case, like we'll probably be with Murray, so yeah, we could check out some spots with him, or you know, do our own thing. I'm looking forward to this trip. Though. Yeah, me like, too. I've been thinking of the same thing. It's like you know, it's like it's been a while since the dudes had a time out, and it's well overdue. Yeah, uh, it's four days and a wake up. That's what we say on the boat. That's that's army slang. Like when you' about to leave, or that's exactly what we say on the boat. Too. Four days in a wake up. Oh, four days in a wake up. Yeah, because you got four days, but you got that wake up to do something cool. So we're in that time frame. This is Sunday. 
come Thursday night, it's all it's to, the head is coming. Hell we're yeah. we're going to do that shit. And I'm excited cuz I I know for a fact that I probably won't sleep much Thursday night. I'm be so giddy. Uh, I think it's about Friday late, dude. I might not sleep. Nah, I'm going to sleep like oh. a rock. Yeah, I'm going to be well-rested. I don't know. It's, it's I'm different talking about for me. Friday? Friday oh, night? Oh, Friday night? Oh, no. Oh. Like after the show, you know. City it, don't sleep, it. baby. City don't sleep. There it is. <laughs> there, there, you had to incorporate it, didn't you? Get some moonshine in you. Oh, uh, did you taste the orange? No, not yet. What's this, the uh, orange Orange, orange cream, yeah. Orange cream sickle. Yeah, that one's good. It's like the cherry. Oh, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I bought the clear. That way, I could like make a, a half jar out of the two from Alabama and just like up them up if I need to. If I think it's too not, if it's too sweet or whatever, I want a little extra bite. That's why I got that one. Yeah, that that. Well, was you got enough alcohol for a while if you're drinking out these moonshine things. Well, no, I, I just got them. I just got them. Yeah, you have a good compensator with that clear. Yeah. Yeah, the clearest way but the uh, the no, berry the, the berry tough. by itself it's not bad on some ice like uh let, let it water down just a little bit it's it's you know it's thin enough to where it's it's still like sweet enough to be soothing uh no the shine by itself that is uh hectic like that that is i wouldn't say but there is a sweet note to it that's when you can tell it's a good quality grain alcohol there's a sweet note on the after after you uh on your palate and stuff but the cherry and the orange are still sweet, but you can still get fucked off of them, you know? Well, I mean, I guess because I drank that uh, that corn grain first. Yeah, yeah it know, was it bad. Just, like, we had to drink it. <laughs> drinking that one first masked all the other flavors. Like, all <laughs> I could taste was, like, just a flavor. I taste no alcohol in the other ones. But, I mean, they all have a sweet taste to them, though. Like, even... You know, even the clear one in itself, like if you know, like different qualities, like if it's wheat grain, right, right, or corn, or like whatever it is that they use to like, you know, do the process or whatever, like this distillation. Yeah. It's right. just, um, man, moonshine goes back to like cowboy days, though. Honestly, like you know, seventeen hundreds, eighteen hundreds. I want to say like way back before prohibition became a thing, and they were. I guess, like, outlawing the stuff because the government couldn't tax it. Yeah, and they used to make these things. I forgot what they're called, but they look, they're they flat little basins. So you could, like, pretty much bury them and still distill out of them, or they were, they were cheap to build and uh, easy to destroy and shit. Because, yeah, yeah through the whole uh, prohibition, it was... You didn't want to get caught doing this shit. Yeah, so they had it to where they could just set up shop real quick, and then whenever they were ready to move, they would just break it down, leave the foundation behind, and just move to the next spot, do it all over again. And I thought it was neat, just like something local. I'm like, oh, fuck, man, I, I got to try that. Because recently I just bought a it's more expensive bottle of whiskey than I prefer to buy. I spent like almost 70 bucks on this bottle. Uh, it's called TJ Mellick Rice Whiskey. I bought it out of a store in Henderson, and uh, it's a different type of whiskey because I I just been drinking bourbon here lately because I love bourbon, but yeah. uh, that whiskey it hits it hits differently. Uh oh. Hello. Is your volume up? Hey Zane, can you hear me? 
y'all. What's up, boo? What's up, baby? What's happening, Zane? Oh, gosh. Yeah, you the motherfucker. Group. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Leaving the jam room at Karen Crow. Oh, yeah, you had a good time? I'm still fucking recording drums. It's taking forever. Oh, y'all, y'all, you're, you're doing that outright. Do you have the mics for that? Yeah. Yeah, 15 microphones on this kit right now. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, 13 on the kit and two in the room, like uh, room mics. So how many songs hey. How many songs deep are y'all right now with the drum recording? Are y'all just trying to knock out one at a time? or? Yeah, it's been one at a time, and we've had a few things go wrong, like uh, three broken cymbals being one of them. And then one night I spent obsessing over the top and bottom mics on the snare because the face coherency if you have two microphones uh, on one sound source they have to be symmetrical no right. matter what like distance wise you can't have one microphone seeing the source at a different time or you have phase issues and especially if it is a top and bottom mic placement then it just like creates more of a fucking issue because you have to flip the phase for one and then um like for a snare you have snare wires on the bottom of the snare but you don't have snare wires on the top so it's like not a perfect world for um getting these mics accurate so i spent a full fucking or wasted a full day trying to just get them as you know, perfect as I could, which is an impossibility. And I just realized that it is and went on. So no, we're like, uh, it's only like five songs and it's taken about, you know, odd days throughout a month right. to do. So, but we knocked out four. So I have one left and hopefully we can do that this Wednesday. So like, I don't know shit about tracking instruments and stuff uh, i've only just ever recorded just vocals and stuff like that are y'all still having to take separate tracks like all right are y'all are y'all is he running through the whole song one time and then or is he doing it in sections or or how does the process go with that okay it depends like if it's an awesome take but it's just like a few fills that you know, are bad or need to be corrected will punch in okay so i'll keep all the goodness of the first you know 30 seconds and then uh the two or three second fill will go and uh just punch in then you can punch out but my guy's a perfectionist and he wants to be fucking mr perfect yeah but you're a perfectionist so, too motherfucker yeah but i know when to like <laughs> throw shit away and i know when to keep it and move on right right and, right he wants to, you know, be perfect start to finish, and you don't have to be. No well, see, one is. That's why I was asking if y'all are, like, doing, like, the, you know, having three takes of, like, the same section just to mitigate, you know, or if you can, like, are y'all, do you, you don't overlay yeah. drums, right? You don't, you don't do that? No, you don't overlay, but same thing when, like, I was tracking you and you were taking three different ones. I don't overlay them, but I can build a comp track of the best of the best parts. Oh, uh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, each one I have about three different full takes for. And then when I get home and I'm doing editing and time aligning and shit like that, if I figure out, oh, shit, like he, uh, you know, he hit the mic at this spot or it just wasn't a great feel, but everything else, 
is great. I can look at my second comp and see that the fill is perfect in there and just literally like drag it out of comp two and put it in comp one and shit like that. Hell yeah, dude. So how, how soon do you think y'all be done with the five? Is the drums the last part? Oh, right now, drums the first part. Oh, shit. Okay. I didn't, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I've never, I don't know which part's supposed to go where, but okay. So y'all are in, like, in the beginning, like. Yeah. In, in the modern recording way, the multi-track recording way, it doesn't matter who does it first, but you tend to want your drummer first. And then because vocals last. Usually, yeah. You do drummer first. And it depends if your drummer is like legit or not. If he can do it without a scratch track. Like my drummer can play with just the click and he doesn't have to have a guitar in his ear. It's just a throwaway track, just a scratch track. He can just fuck he knows it. Oh, well and, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, the dude is fucking amazing. But uh yeah, we do we're doing drums first and then we'll do guitar and bass. I ha well, actually I have all the vocals done from just previous demos but they're keepers they're all keepers so i'm just going to uh put them in the tried and true recording this time because that that recordings were uh midi drums you're just shit i programmed and now we have a solid drummer who is enhanced well beyond those like basic beats that i programmed last year or two years ago or whatever are y'all playing shows right now uh we haven't in a while this band, I played like five gigs or so since uh, uh, since that show you saw us at with Dead Man Circus. Oh, okay, okay, right on. Yeah, that was our first gig. That was like, was it April last year? I, I think so. Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was the last day of April. And yeah, I think we played four maybe five since then we played right after that i think we played at uh that brewery in pineville oh uh, uh yeah that's not there no more what no yeah it is what brewery yeah yeah there's a brewery in pineville they're uh, still playing they're still doing shit what is that called i have to look at my fucking i think it's, i thought you were talking about fucking brew house my bad I no, didn't... not Brewhouse. Oh, 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 oh. Fighting it... Hand. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I forgot about that place. My bad. Shout out Fighting Hand. <laughs> yeah, we played their first, uh, the first time they played bands. I got to play with them. How's their beer I there? there? Oh, it's great. It's so fantastic. Good beer? Is it better beer than Huckleberry? Uh, I've had enough reps to compare. Okay, because Huckleberry's pretty top notch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Zane, uh, you uh, you ready for uh two hondo in New Orleans? Oh fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm ready to show off. Dude, I'm excited for you to come, man. Yeah, same here, dude. Yeah. Not only because I uh, miss you, but like, you know, you know, oh. boys night out. You know? Oh yeah. Big time. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh first one I get to get on the mic with you guys doing uh two hundred, the big fucking show off show. Technically speaking. Technically. Technically. Yeah, technically, because you're on the speaking. show right now, if you didn't know. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why I can hear you, like, perfectly, of course. Oh, we sound good right now? Yeah, I sound great. Oh, it's yeah. all, like, e yeah, all the voices are, like, evenly fucking uh, 
you know, volumes. All right, shout out Joe for, for now. Yeah, now, shout out Joe for now. Until <laughs> <laughs> you get the, the oh, final laugh. Hold up, y'all. Why are we all laughing at the same time? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, cut that shit out. He's a- <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, how was uh, Rocky last night? Oh, the, uh, the thing about Rocky is uh, we couldn't line it up. We, uh, what? yeah, uh, everything fell through. He was supposed to call in tonight, so we decided since that fell through, we'd call you and just surprise <laughs> you. Damn it. Yeah, he'll call, he'll call well, us. No, though. no, no. It'll, it'll get lined up in the future. Some things fall through, but, you know, we'll catch up in the, uh, you know, in the future. Yeah, big shout out, Rocky, man. Uh, Rocky, uh, damn Rocky man, from Cheater Pipe. for Rocky. God damn it. <laughs> that sucks. Huh, okay. Yeah, I'll try him again. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's just trial and error and uh, time frames and time restraints and this, and, that, and the other. It happens. And just to let you know, we just tried four different types of moonshine and made a little bit of an extra noise. And uh, I do apologize in advance for sitting cups down and sitting jars of whiskey down. Slapping mics and Slapping hitting mics. tables. Oh my God. We, just, we, we had to try these. You guys are the worst. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth, man. We're, we're <laughs> but we were discussing nah, some things off air, but what were you going to say? I just got this this new plug-in for Reaper, and it's called an auto mixer. So it's a way to eliminate the crazy bleed between microphones. So whenever someone's talking, it's automatically going to duck everyone else's voice. And then when the next guy comes in, it's going to level off the two or duck one of the two or one of the three. So it's going to help a lot with uh, normalizing uh, multiple mics at the same time. Well, so that's, that's badass. awesome. Yeah, for real. Yeah, that's progress being made most definitely. Yeah, the auto mixer. And some smart motherfuckers putting this together too because it's like people are writing in reaper you can write your own scripts so it's like open source so if you have an idea for a plugin or if you're a programmer you can actually implement it and no one else allows you to do shit like that unless you're like a you know a, a tried and true you know uh programmer like yeah, as a programmer you want to emulate yeah. yeah yeah you want to emulate the imagination to the sound desired of the quality that's given you know being in the sense like as people like for example like we have conversations with each other every day and say if like me and joe is having a, a conversation and Jacoby's trying to third party on Joe and I's conversation, so we naturally tune him out. Well, they, <laughs> you know, programmers have a way to very act, true. Like, it's yeah, true. Very true. So programmers have a way to emulate this same idea in a conscious to where it's like in an electronic sense, you know, where two or more, like one, two or more parties, like if there's like four, five, six people on a mic, they should have a quality feature that cancel. You know, noise cancellation has been pro over the years with um, sound technology. So uh, yeah, check this out. <laughs> so uh, sorry you for can the set example. A, you can set a priority level for this auto mixer. So you, you and Joe can always have a priority, and you can always dunk Jacoby. <laughs> oh, that's fucked all up. Right, fuck <laughs> us all three of you motherfuckers. Man, I'm sorry for that example, but you know. All right, all right, Zane. Let me ask you a a question. All right, fuck Cleveland. Joe, Joe's being good right now. What? Fuck I ain't you, just... Zane. But okay, so you use Reaper. 
Um, what is your peri- uh, your opinion about pre-sonus and shit like that? I love them. Is it still, it's still good quality, like recording and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Are you talking about Studio One? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the DAW Studio One. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yep, yeah, because uh, like that's what my my friend, shout out Alex Lee. Uh, that's who I'm writing music with right now, and we mm-hmm. just uh, tracked all the mids for one track and stuff. I still have to go. Do we? We did fucking vocals for like four and a half hours. Well, well you gonna no give shit. us? A, you gonna give us a sample? Yeah, yeah. I, I have it on my phone. No, 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 a sample, a raw sample. Right now? Hell yeah. Hell no, dude. Gagging on some fucking stuff. Dude. Sound like a damn airplane pilot giving anyway. an announcement over the intercom. No, because I, I, I know that you're like you know like program savvy, and uh, I just wanted to ask your opinion. You know, versus Studio One versus Reaper and stuff. I've never used either. one one of them because I haven't used any program in you know ten years, but uh, yeah, I'll just asking your opinion on it and you know. No, it's fantastic, and it's a Louisiana company, so that's get even the better. fuck out of here! I didn't know that, dude. Ooh. They're in Baton Rouge. Oh wow! Okay, well, hot dog. Yeah, shout out yep. to Louisiana with those sound, you know, engineering qualities, you know, acoustics yeah. for the world. It's a huge company. They have so many different. Uh, marketable products like you know they're not just DAWs they have plenty of microphones they have plenty of uh, audio interfaces and studio mixers and there's so much shit that they do they're so big they actually bought out I think last year they got acquired by Fender like Fender bought the fucking company oh shit because they're so big and bad and they're you know smack right there in Baton Rouge so, uh, for our listeners and for those who don't know, can you explain a dial system, a DAW? A DAW? Yes. Okay, so in the modern age of recording, oh shit, like put on my fucking wiper blades. For no I reason. heard your fucking loud ass fucking blinker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, in the modern days, you're not recording to tape anymore. You know, you're not recording to, um, really, it's, it's from tape to hard drive right right. so you have a an analog start and a digital ending and you have to get your your analog source into the digital platform so that is where the daw the software um is the medium so you have something like an audio interface that takes a you know, electrical source, electrical amplitude, and you have uh, A to D converters and an analog to digital converters. And that's what gets your, you know, audio waveform into a piece of software, into a a program, so to speak. So DAW is digital audio wave? No, a digital analog workstation. Ah, that's Basically, it. it compresses the size of the files. It's like what I'm hearing, like, because I know a little bit about it. It's like you're compressing the size of the file, rather, if you want them smaller or larger. If you want, you know, say if I wanted an MP3 file, you know, it would take a file that's like, you know, at standard, you know, 20 to 40 megabytes and compress it down to like five megabytes. Yes. Just by taking yeah. a wave format and, you know, you you... With the editing, you would change the wave format. Wait, is wave bigger than MP3? Yeah, much bigger. Uh, oh, yes, bigger. Yeah, but wave, it depends. MP4, um, you know, th- there's different formats because you I know, know that FLAC have... files are fucking huge. Yeah. 
Yeah, flights are awesome because they're uncompressed. Oh, just like, okay. Just like wave, but yeah, and like making that uh, compression that's on the back end. That's you. You're exporting, but basically you taking your your input, your electrical signal coming out of your guitar, or your bass, or your vocals. Okay. And you're going into a preamp because all of those signals are very small. And the preamp you, is digitized, right? It does, yep. Okay. It does its basic analog section. Its main job is just to juice that signal up, that to amplify it. It's so small going in. So it's in the preamp stage. And then most of these audio interfaces have a USB out. And USB carries that audio that's now digital you know this ones and zeros right and gets it into your computer into that software the daw and then you do all of the leveling all the editing all the mix and master in there and then you do your export export the file into wherever you want if you want that mp3 or if you want flack or wave or anything the in medium between. just cleans it up so like yep, Zane, why do you enjoy the fucking the like the production side of sound so much? Because I know you've been involved with it so fucking long. I'm just addicted to it. I, I know mean, you, you've <laughs> always yeah, like you're fucking it's just good my, as shit. You know, it's a it, good it feels like a calling. It's just my like the, my passion, dude. And I know you 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 understand it like so so well, and and of course you can like articulate it and explain it very well too. I was like, man, this motherfucker. Like, you could say some shit. We've had numerous conversations like, yeah, man, yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is, but cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but the only, the way I'm able to do that because I've been a lifelong learner. Right, right. Like, I, ne I never stop trying to learn more and more about it. And that's what it takes if you want to be, you know, an expert in something. It is all day, every day. And especially since i quit my job in december Shout it's out. been all day every day overtime and uh you know trying to learn this world yeah y'all good go ahead hang on hang on <laughs> you'll there. be editing this out because <laughs> i'm sorry exit. zane but uh how far away do you live from uh, uh the rest of the guys y'all just record in one place or or y'all just meet up wherever y'all... y'all have, like, a designated area to jam and stuff? Yeah, in Caracrow. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm, right on. I'm pretty close to most of the guys on my wife's walking up. Hey! Hey! I just pulled up the house. I'm sitting in my car. I'm about to let you guys go. Hey, no, ain't no sweat, man. Hey, honey. Hey. Talking to the guys, Third Coast guys. Cool. So, yeah, dude, uh, let me holler at y'all later. All right. right so on, thanks Bubba. for the call. Hey, yeah. thank you for answering, dude. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, appreciate you being on. Thank you for your time. All right. Peace. All right. Yep, see you guys on Friday. Goddamn right. All right, see you then. Peace. All right, later. Well, that's why, like, I, I do love Zane for that reason, that he's so fucking knowledgeable. Because, like, I say, like, Cleveland and I, back in the day, Cleveland had more knowledge about production programs than Because, like, you guys were using, like, free loops back yeah, in the day. Yeah, we was using FL, Pro Tools, um... Man, we used a few programs, like, man, just, like, between me and Kay. Like, Kay had his programs, and then, like, mainly I used FL. Yeah, right. Because, like, you could do everything there. But um, 
just like what I had, I had gained from like someone who showed me right. just like the basics of it. It was on me to like take it that step further to kind of learn how to like, you know, mix and master like the different noise case. But I'm nowhere close to where Zane is. And shout out to you, Zane, for everything that you do with Third Coast and outside of Third Coast, actually, because, you know, it takes a, um, it takes drive to yeah. do something like that. You know, most people do it at their peak. And then, like, after their peak, then, you know, they just kind of, like, get lazy in their efforts versus saying where, you know, whenever he said he's addicted to it, I felt like, you know, hey, that's a good response because like, it's like. You can never stop. You can never stop, never stop doing with that it. shit. You can always figure something out more. You can and always learn, learn more yeah. and just continue to drive and develop. And I feel like that's what all humankind. Oh, <laughs> I feel like that's what all of humankind has to drive for. It's just like a sense of self-worth. Right. To be the best that you can perform at in any given task, like no matter if anybody is watching or not. So just like in a sense, you know, just shout out to everything that you do. I do I do have um, like a, a common attraction to the production side just because it, it's like a it's a digital puzzle. You can you can make things uh, you can always just make it more and more and more and add more to it, especially back in the day whenever I was making some beats and stuff like that. Right. And it, between like you and Kay and a couple of my other friends, you know, going from anywhere from FL, I, I've tried out some shitty fucking programs by Magix, M-A-G-I-X. Yeah, man, that fuck shit's, that program. That shit's fucking trash, dude. And then I, uh, the last one I've been fucking with has been Ableton, and uh, it's, a, it's a good system, and it's something that I, I've learned pretty well, and it's something that uh, it, I can mitigate better towards than something like FL, just like how like the program's set up and stuff or whatever. Most of the time, like, those programs are, like, set up to, like, they're designed around a certain format of music, like, whereas Ableton, I feel, is more designed around orchestrated or stringed instruments. Or, oh, you, you know, do a lot the, of great shit with digital. Right. Yeah. And, and then, like, FL is, like, for more, like, hip-hop and, like, synch uh, synthesized yeah. uh, beats and stuff. So if you're looking for more of, like, a synthesized or an acoustic sound to where you have a natural element of it, you know, it's wise to choose, like, which program complements the sound. Yeah. Including the vocals as well, because, you know, there's some crazy things you could, like, well, with the discovery of auto-tune, aside from that bullshit, there's other forms of, like, you know, uh, vocal correction that could go with reverb, delay, compression, you know, hall sounds where it just makes it seem like you're just screaming down, like, you know, a two-mile yeah. corridor, and it just, like, keeps bouncing back like and All forth. the built-in preamps and shit like that. Right, And all yeah. the modular systems. But uh, also, uh, well, when, when we were in Tipitina's doing our uh, recording for Talos and stuff, that was all Studio One pre-sonus. Pre uh, with that beat pad I have is uh, Native Instruments, and it's uh, that's also a really good program as well. It's a uh, very intricate, very uh, very far. All, a lot of the programs are far in depth. You can never stop learning and clicking buttons to figure out what the fuck this does, and, and there's a lot to it. So it takes a particular type of person to really enjoy production and just being good at it as well so right right big shout out zane dude yeah big shout out zane and all the editors engineers and producers right that right. are out there 
you know, who focus to really make their sound the best sound, where a lot of this, everything that we do, even the imperfect sounds, are going to forever be recorded and documented in, you know, this formatting. Yeah. Like, if they have a compatible source, like, even in the future to where they can go back and convert all the files that very well could have been allegedly lost in the metaverse. Or uh, allegedly perfect. Yeah, or even, allegedly perfect. Even Zane perfect. said himself, you know, it's hard to, not, it's hard to perfect everything. It, it, you know, it kind of... And who's to define perfection, you know, in a sense where even the flaws that are in the recordings, like, you know, some of our old recordings, like even the current ones now, it's like we still pick up sounds, but it still has like a natural element. Yeah, but it still, it sounds so much fucking better than it used to. Well, yeah, I, I will but say that, really you know, does. no shade, no shots towards anything or anyone, but, you know, like the sound now is a lot better than what it was before because I feel like a lot of it was muddy. You know, just from my personal listens to the goes, to the show, but you gotta spend money to fucking have good shit, man. Right, and then you gotta take time, you know, to make it worth it as well, too. Yep. You know, it's like the time that you invest into each part versus just like fractions of it. You know, you can't half-ass this type of work, and it takes like a drive to where something feels addicting to yeah. do it, where you naturally love doing it. And it doesn't feel like a chore. It doesn't feel like a burden or a stress. You just kind of go with the flow of things, and it's just second nature, like brushing your teeth, to do this. You know this said, um, you know this said thing. That's why, like, uh, anytime I recorded, uh, or we used to record, or even like that, like I'm recording right now, uh, not on the podcast, but like vocals for a band. It's a double edged sword. I fucking love it, and I hate it at the same time. Because you're trying to perfect something, right? But also you enjoy doing it, but you want to be your best at it. And whenever you're not, you're like, nah, dude, you may have to do a fucking take, like you know, six yeah. to ten fucking times until like, yes, that's it, you know. And oh yeah, same thing. It's like if I'm playing guitar and I hit a lick, and just like if one note sounds like that millisecond, it's kind of like what Joe was talking about with the videos. Like if it's just like that one right. millisecond the off, editing, it, yeah, yeah, with the editing part, it just fucks up the whole thing. You got to trash it and got to do it all over again. But once you nail it, but once you know it and fuck, nail it, the yeah, shit, it's dude. like man, that that's feels good. It's like Damn you know, right. it's like you got, you know, it's all main thing. You know, I don't, I, I wouldn't dare say for anybody to try to please anyone else yeah, as long yeah. as it's satisfying for you and you know you did your best and that's what it sounds like and you want people to hear that then you know that's where credit should be given to yeah i just hate presentation so like the writing process of things like with music is is like one of my least favorites i hate i hate writing more than recording just because like it's you know it's a whole that's a different monster to conquer you know writing is the more creative process i know but it take is it you're you're your worst enemy in it you know <laughs> true some i learned from kwame and chris so shout out kwame shout out chris brooks but like some i learned from them is like when you're writing and you have writer's block you know the best thing to do when you have when you have writer's block is to do an activity. It could be anything. Play a round of darts. Play a round of uh, beer pong or deer pong. 
you know. Sitting, oh yeah, shout out Deer Pong. We got that. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, occupy your mind with an activity. Break the monotony. Yeah, break the monotony. Yeah, break the monotony of the root. You know, the continuous cycle of everyday routine to do something different. Just get out. You know, clear your like, head. To the one analogy I used to use is like you know, a person could like burgers and fries, and they can eat burgers and fries from Monday to fucking Sunday. But there's going to be a week or there's going to be a month. It's like, man, you know what? Fuck burgers and fries, man. I want some motherfucking chicken or I want some waffles. Or some pasta. Or, or some tacos. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's like, yeah, man, yeah. But you, no matter what, you know, they could eat burgers and fries. And I, and, and I use that analogy, like, for relationships and, like, everything else. It's like. I just feel like I get impatient to, with, like, the writing process, you know. Like, I, I really do. Because, like, I, I get it. I, since since I'm a, a lyricist, so I'm the hardest person. Like, I'm a, I'm my biggest critic. Yeah, you're yeah you're your biggest critic. And sometimes I just like you know, I write something super eloquent, and then it might just end up being word salad, you know. Right. Yeah. If anything, um, yeah, like whenever it gets to that point, you would kind of like hit a reset button like i don't know i just feel like doing other activities it's like a reset button to kind of like oh yeah yeah recollect the senses so whenever you do go back to it even if it's not the same energy that you started with you can kind of fill into spaces that complements it right to more so connect it to the point that you were trying to make you know perfection is just one of those things you know you know you can't do it all at one time and a lot of the times less is more exactly yeah so, you know, even with this podcast, you know, we've, I guess, in a sense, like, seen that we're underrated. I could say that we're underrated. Say it. Say it again. I could say that we're underrated in a sense that... A little bit. What we produce... With the podcast, with our listeners, shout out to the viewers. With what we have. And everything that we have and everything that we've done, like, I didn't expect to see 50,000 viewers. Like, that's between us. Like, I, like, honestly, like, I would have been okay with 5,000. I think the crazy part is, like, the country. That's fucking mad. I think that's the the country. Like, just the, the thought of, like, not only one, but 32 countries have, like, heard our voices somewhere in the world. And listen to like our full content. Shout out Belgium. Oh, uh, word. We got we got Belgium, right? Yeah, we got Belgium. Yeah. Do we have Belgium? Yeah. Do we have any Middle Eastern? Oh, I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, we have to write that down. We just. I, <laughs> I feel like a lot of the marketing that goes behind it is like um, one. I'm not gonna say his name, but like one guy. He translates his like he has a, a translator like all his English videos he's like he sends it off to like a like a Spanish translator. It's like everywhere in like Central and South America, this guy's like stacking up views, and all those views goes towards his revenue because like once you hit over a thousand views, you start getting paid for like how many views you get right. per video, and um. This particular person, you know, he he's pretty famous or whatever, but it's like this particular person is like, man, it's like, you know, if we were at that level, you know, that would be one thing. But just like with what we have now, like 50,000 is, you know. That's crazy. That's crazy. For Oakdale. Yeah, just for this small ass town, this fucking one red light damn near. <laughs> 
Granted, there's more lights than one, but yeah, it's got the one main red light. Wait, no, we got three. Yeah, well, we got three red lights. I just say the one because it's uh two the two major highways that intersect each other. Ten and sixty-five. Yeah, ten and sixty-five. Hell yeah! Well, um, my personal uh, thought, I think we should end this to save some energy for two hondo. Sure, man. Yeah, sounds great. Well, you want to do some words of wisdom? Been a minute. It has been a minute since we've done Words of Wisdom. I guess I'll open it. Whoop. <laughs> Let that slide for a second. Yeah, I guess I'll open it up with Words of Wisdom. Keep on. Yeah, keep on going. Keep going when the going gets tough. You know, sometimes, you know, we can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes smoke gets in the way, an obstacle, a distraction. Don't let those distractions allow you to falter. You know, always continue to push forward because at the end of every storm, there's always a rainbow. How about you guys? Uh, I guess from my words of wisdom is give more than you take. Uh, Give Give a dollar when someone needs a dollar. Don't ask questions because you look in your bank account and then, you know, you look at someone on the street. They don't have a bank account and stuff. Just give a dollar. Give some change. Give some love. Give a hug. Right on. Uh, I would like to say find a reason to celebrate. Okay. Shit ain't that fucking bad. Look for any reason to celebrate. Hey, you woke up. Hey, man. Your kids are fed. Hey, your bills are paid. Look for a reason to celebrate. Not everything is that bad. Though it is, you know, in the grand scheme, or grand scheme of things. But it don't always have to be negative all the fucking time. Look for a reason to celebrate. Let's see, uh... One of the dudes I work with uh, is a preacher, and he was having a bad... You know, you see people having a bad day, right? and you're like, damn, my day sucks already, but you see someone else having a bad day, and you're like... Nah, you they having it hard. Like, yeah, God, you, you, you know, like, <laughs> like, you can see it. Yeah, you can like, feel it. <laughs> like, you can feel the energy, and uh, I walked up to this dude I worked with. I was like, hey, look, today's the day. Tomorrow, if you're lucky enough, you get another day to strive for. Damn right. But appreciate the day you have, you know. And he's like, you know, I'm a preacher, right? And that's some good words. I was like, no, that's just some good people words. It's like you get one more day. You know, you get, if you're lucky enough, you get one more day on the surf. Tomorrow ain't guaranteed. It's but not. today is guaranteed, and the impressions you leave and the words you leave on people is meaningful, and it it carries a lot of weight. But always appreciate the day that you have, because today, right now, we will never get back. We'll never have this exact moment, meeting, greeting, whatever. But this is, you know, this is a unique day. Appreciate it for what it is. Fuck what you have to do tomorrow or the day after. But today, today is a good day. 
Yeah, I want to uh, shout out a buddy of mine I work with named John Reeves. I dedicate this end of this podcast to him, the words of wisdom, because uh, that's the last person I told that to. Find a reason to celebrate. He was like, he went home and thought about it. You know what? That's that's a uh, that's something to to go by. You know, like find a reason to be happy about something. Like goddamn exactly, right, exactly, man. Fuck yeah, dude. You know, life's too hard and too short to be dwelling on the bad and hardships of things. You know, y'all, y'all would love John, dude. He's fucking great. He's and great. if anything, it's like I kind of like told myself that like a few days ago. Actually, it's like man, when I see people having a bad day or just rough, it's like I'm just smiling. I'm happy all the time. It's like, man, it's like. Yeah, like, I know it's fucking hot. Yeah, I know this shit's fucking hard, but, like, you know, just be happy. Like, ultimately, just be happy and find something to celebrate, you know? It's just, like, if it's once a month, like, do it every month. If you got to treat yourself out of 30 days or 28, granted, if it's February, but... Or, like you said, it's hot. You know it's hot. You know it's a shitty fucking work day. We're at work. You know, we're still Yeah, nobody wants to be to, at work. I'm sorry, to, to make a dollar and still get taxed a dollar, you know what I'm saying? Fuck it, dude. Hey, man. Fuck you doing? You know, just find a reason to just fucking to just be positive out of a negative situation. You're going to it's going to try to don't ignore it, but ignore it at the same fucking time. You right. know, like, hey, we got other shit to worry about. Yeah, we got to reverse this shit, yeah. you know, but we got to make a, you know, we got to make a positive change like between, you know, us and other people Well, not have to, but got to make a positive change for ourselves. And then when that change happens within ourselves, we can reflect that on other people and in hopes that everybody gets on board with the same thing to just kind of live it up. Damn right, man. What's the third coast? I'm Joe. What to do, Gators? Man, it's Cleve. It's your boy, man. It's Kobe. I love y'all. I love you guys. I love our listeners. Thank y'all for the 50K. Thank y'all for the over 30 countries. Keep listening. And we out.